You can't keep getting away with it. You can't keep getting away with it. Welcome to Canada's Open. I'm your host, Christopher Fisher, and I got John Fisher, a resident PhD on the program. Hi, how's it going? It's a good day. Uh, we are going to be talking about Tyler Vela, and you had no idea who this guy is. Not and, really. Uh, I, I, like, it, the name sounds familiar, but I haven't given him much passing thought if I have. Right. And you tried to Google him, and he's yeah. not the top hit on his own. He, he, his, yeah, I, apparently his own website is number six for himself. Right. And, and interestingly, number two is Idol Killer. So, job <laughs> Idol Killer. <laughs> it's so funny. So, we're not gonna, actually going to be reviewing him directly because that would be tedious and uh, we'd have to gouge your eyes out. So this, this is an individual who I first met when I was, I was on God is open and Irenic Pelagian came on and said, Hey, come help me argue on this website. These people are saying Calvin did not murder Servetus. And uh, I was like, okay, I got my whole podcast on it. Like 12 different points of, of that are pretty irrefutable about the situation and circumstance and so i'm like okay have you posted this to them yeah they're not dealing with it so i jumped on there and uh, i posted that big list there and he's like no you don't understand the context here listen to my podcast on it i'm listening to his podcast it's like it's like like none, none of my points are being refuted it's like which point is being refuted they they yeah. thought like like somehow if they give a holistic picture that all my points disappear it's like which specific <laughs> points of mine are false it's and and so i eventually got banned on that forum on that thread just arguing the historical reality of calvin murdered servetus yeah and it's i i think that's a very good litmus test to see how honest the calvinist that you're dealing with is whether or not he'll admit it it's like Calvin could be right about theology and still have done bad things like, but uh, to just lie about it and then, uh, then uh, try to change the situation. The reality is it's more of a cult. They have a cult like yeah. leader with it, with a, you know, an inspirational message that they want. And that inspirational message is, is perfection. That's really what they're thinking is perfection. God is perfection. And Calvin is the guy who explains it. And so if, if Calvin himself is evil, it, it casts asperities on their, their cult leader, then it, then they feel it internally. Yeah, so actually one of the comments to this atheist kid, this atheist kid uh, says, Tyler Vela should go back to Christianity. So Tyler Vela yep. was a Calvinist <laughs> podcaster, and um, uh, he decided to convert to atheism, I don't know, after he had problems with the evil something like that i haven't talked about him personally since his conversion because i it's like low-hanging fruit it feels like you're like torturing like a down syndrome kid or something like that um so but i th i think this video actually has some interesting points because you have an atheist philosopher trying to interact with what would be a classical theist in tyler vela and so you have an atheist trying to come to terms with the language that's used, the misdirection, um, some of the uh, euphemisms that are used, and trying to trying to call them call these people out, these classical theists on their double talk. 
He converted to philosophical theism, the provisionist perspective said. <laughs> and so this Wait, guy's isn't like, that what, uh, isn't that what you literally tell all Calvinists to do? You're yeah, like, that's why don't, the, why don't you just convert to Platonism? Just be yeah, honest. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and so it's funny because after he did that, I was I was like, I told some Calvinists, I like, I told the guy to do it, and he did it. It's, it's like, <laughs> and they're like, you need a post proof that uh, you're the one who uh, converted him. There, it's like, ah. Oh. What, 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 what are we doing? But here's a presumable <laughs> atheist. Point, obviously, <laughs> this presumable atheist named Jeremy. The Calvinistic view on God is an extension of Hinduism and Gnosticism via Augustine. It is also very propositional, so it tends to be aggressive. And I think that's that does summarize a Calvinist mentality. It's very propositional so i think what he means by that is it just makes a bunch of claims and yeah. then instead of like supporting the claims it just aggressively insists on those it's claims being true yeah. Yeah. and so i i think that is the root of calvinism they, they don't actually have arguments and i think uh the guy we're talking about today the spoon vela he he talks about his deconversion and how the bible just doesn't have the god that he had in mind <laughs> it's one of his reasons for deconversion do, do, do you feel like maybe you did have an influence that he's trying to like think through your points and he doesn't have an answer that, that it's it's obvious uh, that well it's i don't know how much I, the guy I, listened to me specifically but, but the guy's but listening to people, people like michael heiser yeah. who he cited uh, as one of his influences it's like the Bible just doesn't light up with this crazy notion. It's like they're, they're taking an ancient <laughs> Israelite text and they're trying to fit it into Platonistic uh, theology yeah. about God. It just doesn't fit. And so it's it's going to collapse like a, on itself. Like a hyper reaction to uh, the um, the Greek gods, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, I mean, why don't I take Confucianism and try to force it into Christianity somehow? It's like, it was, yeah, doesn't so. make sense. <laughs> I got double banned by Vela. I got banned by him a lot. Like I was on a Discord <laughs> with him, and he's 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 the most dishonest person that I've ever interacted with. Like the most intellectually bankrupt and dishonest. Mm -hmm. And so eventually, I made like a GIF of him, like spazzing out in a, a autistic rage. And so I got kicked off his Discord for that. So I I, I don't blame him for kicking me for that. But <laughs> I, I don't even know if his his Discord probably someone else's, but. Yeah. This atheist guy, Danny, and he looks like a little kid, but apparently he's a graduate student or something and a I, teacher. I'm old enough that that's still a little kid. I'm sorry. Right. And so <laughs> this Danny, I don't know anything about Danny except for he hates Tyler Vela. And uh, so, oh, I, I need to edit the title of this and put not safe for work because our Danny friend uses not safe for work language this Swearer. is fair warning to anyone under the age of i don't know 12 watching and so uh we'll go ahead and play him and delete them now he may not but i wanted to review this and um look when i say tyler it should go back to christianity for two reasons number one um there are good things that you can learn from christianity and not be an asshole right turn the other cheek all that kind of thing right so I think Tyler has a uh, lot to learn from from that side of Christianity. Also, as you'll see, he, he didn't learn that um, from Christianity yet, Ty though. Oh no, he's, 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 he... 
is the most disingenuous person you'll ever engage with. Yeah. He won't omit a single point, even when he's lived like multiple years of a lie, believing your arguments, but pretend arguing against them. So mm -hmm. we're dealing with like the low of the low. Tyler, uh, hold me responsible for the iniquities of some of the people I know slash friends. And um, that's very Christian-like. So he kind of belongs to the, the dark side of Christianity as well. So he should just go, go back to Christianity. Um, I mean, like, at least be like, a, what are those cultural Christians? Like, you know, you can, <laughs> you, you in line, you're totally in line with the values. I'm about to um, expose that. So the video that I had, we- So I did put a post, a poll once on God is Open. It's like, who would you rather be stuck in a bunker with? Like uh, a, a cage stage Calvinist or a new new wave atheist, one of those new atheist guys. And uh, surprisingly, everyone was picking the atheists. I was like, I would not want to be stuck in a bunker with one of these new atheists. They tend to be like terrible. I don't know anything about Danny. Uh, so he might be one of these new atheist types or not. But that, that sounds terrible to me. I'm, I'd much rather take like the revolver you know, do some uh, Russian roulette and try to uh, get get a good Calvinist that you could talk to or something. But that that's interesting. So who would you rather be stuck in a bunker with for like nuclear war, a new atheist or a, a stage cage Calvinist? Like cage stage Calvinist. There's, there's a bunch of people who are atheists but don't identify as new atheists because it's it doesn't like drive their mentality the only people who are identifying as new atheists are the are the militant ones which is why they're so terrible <laughs> yeah so obviously i think it, it's easier to like being in a bunker with a with a radical calvinist is better just because there is some amount of uh sanity framework sanity you you can put together like okay but the bible says don't kill me something like that right you, you can you can start arguing from a com from a common ground from something you know that he's working from whereas an atheist could be as malicious and bitter as he wants and if he's a new age one he's a militant one right yeah he's gonna have this weird set of values and he's just gonna be off the wall crazy yeah trump derangement syndrome times ted yeah but i've also yeah. looked into like but you know, there, there's basically, if you try to look at personality types and probably there's some sort of genetic basis for it. And then what drives people to be it's sort of like these cosy people who, who are always fighting for something, they tend to be very neurotic, right? And so uh, <laughs> like one of the reasons you can't really reason with them and that, that you can't really hold, hold a dialogue and they're not gonna be very, uh, like everything's gonna break down is because they're going to find some reason to break it down. Like it's just in their personality to do that. Yeah, I'm gonna fight back. If if you if you take the chance with the Calvinist, he actually might have some life skills like building something with wood and carpentry or plumbing. <laughs> the new atheist, you're good. Uh, you're not gonna you're gonna have uh, anime knowledge, maybe. <laughs> like no, knowing about Attack on Titan character and plot developments. I don't know. Hmm. You, I'll post it in the description. I'm not going to review the video, but it was a open mic that I had um, yesterday, and I criticized Tyler for his um, conversation with me. Here it is. All right, so this is the video. 
let me put high chat. Uh, okay. Okay. So this is the video. You can rewatch the exchange and I'll post the video. So there's like three videos here. There's the review of the video and there's the video on Tyler's channel. I'll post all of them. And then we got a video of this. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's super exceptional. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think he was really unfair. I think it was really obtuse. And I think he said a lot of stupid things. Okay. And then the title of the video is Tyler Bella is annoying. Um, I don't remember what else I've called him. I probably called him other names, but I, I don't think I've, maybe I've, I called him a moron at some point in the comments, but I wonder if this is what he's talking about when he says that I'm um, name calling. So let's go over these comments. How do you get rid of this shit on the side, guys? I don't want to see that. Uh, Idol Killers here. He says, oh boy, more Vela. Why? How many videos have I ever done about the spoon? Like, like two? I don't know. This might be my second one ever. Uh, and so I think I've been very good at never mentioning his name ever. And he says, why? We've already discussed this for you latecomers because we have an atheist here that interacts with a classical theist and is confused and starts pointing out the double talk, the double language. This. Um, I just want to see the comments. Like, you see all the <laughs> suggestions? How do you get rid of that? I don't know. All right. Um... Wow. Okay. So he says nothing like uh, GMW says, what does the spoon mean? The spoon is not sharp. So in a, in a knife drawer, you don't want to be a spoon. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of a derogatory term for someone whose IQ is not, not quite the highest. Good old fashioned name calling and, and wanting to show one is reasonable, right? What does that even mean? It's okay. You'll hopefully grow out of the ego one day, my friend. Best, best. He wishes me best. Okay, so the uh, okay. So here you have T Tyler Vela being condescending towards someone, and uh, I, I don't know. Phil's not taking it very well. Did you hear the comment, or should we rewind? I didn't hear the comment. Okay, we'll rewind just a little bit. He's going to read the comment. How do you get rid of that? I don't know. All right. Um. Wow. Okay. So he says. Nothing like good old-fashioned name-calling and, and wanting to show one is reasonable, right? What does that even mean? It's okay. You'll hopefully grow out of the ego one day, my friend. Okay, so it, it, there's this weird conception that someone can't be genuinely name-called. Like, like, if someone's really stupid, you can't say, you're an idiot. Like, yeah. like, what am I doing here talking to you? You're literally an idiot. Why am I wasting my time? And they'll say, oh, look at that. I won the argument because you have resorted to name calling. I don't, I don't have any other options. There's no talking. I, we can't have a conversation. Yeah. Well, that that's kind of all they're doing anyway. They're saying, oh, well, you're, you're incapable of having an argument because, you know, like you're just making ad hominems. Right. And so that therefore I win the argument. But what they're kind of doing is saying, well, you're not capable of having an argument too, therefore I win, right? So what happens is that they're trying to win the rhetorical fight by calling you dumb or, or irresponsible without actually trying to be used like the dumb, dumb words. They try to say it in a more sophisticated way, but they're still saying the same thing. All you're doing is engaging in a rhetorical fight at this point, and they think they're winning it by, by declaring that they're the ones who aren't doing it. <laughs> Right, which is funny in the case of Vela because he points out here that 
Bela name calls all the time. He's just a complete hypocrite. And this yeah. this is his value system. That's one thing that I think is really funny with interacting with people. You interact with them, and if you say something like uh, without tact, or if you say something, or you call them stupid or something, they're like, "That's not very Christ-like uh, about for you to do." I thought you were a Christian. I thought you claimed to be a Christian. It's like, where in this conversation did I make any claims about? My Are we having the same conversation? <laughs> they're like, what standards do you think that I've introduced to this that I'm uh -huh. violating? It's like, I, I can't, you start interacting with people and it's, it all turns personal. They'll ignore your arguments and they'll just start attacking other random things. They're like uh, this little outrage mob. It's like, I just, I don't care about your guys' feelings. I just, I just don't do it. Best, best. He wishes me best. Okay. So the, um, so I was surprised um, because I've seen this guy named Call too, right? So, and he's much older than I am. Um, so, per his own standard, he hasn't grown up, right? So I call him out on that, right? I say maybe you'll grow out of it in your fifties because I was assuming he's in his forties. He has kids and he's been married. <laughs> maybe um, I've seen you named Call within the last couple of years. Uh, what a fucking hypocrite! Hypocrite! Check yourself. Let me know when you've grown up. Okay, and then he says yeah, he denies it be, essentially. Right? I mean, this is an implicit denial. Who have I name called? <laughs> Citation of evidence, please. The idea is that he's either knows that he's name calling, and giving me a hard time about the accusation, or he's just forgotten. So this is a video. It's quite hilarious of when Tyler was a Christian. He debated some people on uh, Discord, and some of them were my friends. Um, he called Jack Angstrike, a friend of mine. Jack Anisberger. So I, I think the biggest sin in this is uh, the uh, utter lack of cleverness in this name calling. I, I don't think Vela has done any justice. Yeah. With with it, it's not like a Trump name calling. It's not well, that, like a. That, that's my point. It's uh, it's all rhetoric. They're all rhetorical attacks, and so it's just a matter of who's most clever about how you go about pushing that right you could say oh he's a poopy head and people look more negatively at you for saying poopy head instead of saying something that seems like it's not really insulting like you seem like you're being insightful by saying oh well he he just blusters through everything that's still calling them kind of like a silly person right but it's a more sophisticated type of rhetoric and then the most sophisticated usually wins like you look at a lot of the new atheist arguments and a lot of them are just sophisticated rhetoric of calling the other person a nasty person. Right. Yeah. It's an appeal to, it's like, Oh, you, if uh, you were a real Christian, you would do this. Yeah. Our Christians exactly. are such bad people. Oh, do you, do you know that there's slavery in the Bible? Isn't that so bad? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, okay. I, I guess. <laughs> this was like a couple of years I, I guess the institute, the second oldest profession within human history, is is so terrible to be in the Bible. I guess I I don't know. Years ago, okay. And in the video, it's hilarious. He says that it's not name calling, <laughs> right? So, um, <laughs> this is the comments here, by the way. Video. Um, he apologizes here. Um. But as I said, this is two years ago. Okay. Uh, oh, I need to share, reshare this one second. 
I need to reshare it. It I, I noticed that it did not, it's only sharing a tab. So let me share the window. All right. So this was the video where he called Jack Angstrike Jack Anisberger. Okay. Um, and he says, but as I said, this is two years ago. Okay. So, so Tyler Vela's response is the same he gave to you. He's like, with the broader context, you will understand. Is that like his go-to <laughs> argument? <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's really bad. Uh, so hopefully we'll, we'll get pretty quickly here to the classical theism aspect rather than the personality aspect. Okay. I'm okay. sorry for how I responded to Jack and his crew. Why is he sorry? Could it be because you were name-calling? Right? Have you grown okay, up? I, I'm going to fast forward a little bit. What, was, what happens if I wasn't friends with Jack Hangstrike? Well, so, um, Tyler, grow up. And I'm using your own standard because I personally, I think it's okay to name call in certain situations. Okay. So I, I did want to talk about name calling. I, yes, I do think it's okay to name call in certain situations. Yeah. Sometimes there's no recourse. Sometimes you got nothing to benefit from. I got a really great cl <laughs> clip where uh, it's in one of the presidential debates for Trump. And uh, I think it's uh, Jeb Bush. And he, Jeb Bush is like, you can't name call your way to your presidency. And then it does it always sunny in the Philadelphia clip or something like that. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Trump Who name calls his way to the exactly presidency. What, what he did. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you can. Apparently, uh, yes. It's actually very effective in certain circumstances. You just have to yeah. know how and when and how to employ it. I it, dealing with people here's here's a problem that's very particular among Christians and the right is that they interact with people thinking that the other person is going to be intellectually honest they care about uh, principles and intellectual rigor there's a John Stewart clip where John Stewart just interviews some guy about guns and he's he's trying to get him caught up in this hypocrisy stuff and the guy's trying to explain concepts to John Stewart and John Stewart's looking for like gotchas. You're not dealing with someone who wants to learn and interact and yeah. talk about concepts. You're looking at someone who wants to use and abuse you. And so it's you you can't be interacting the 